This is a good one. Today, we're talking about six signs that you're ready to begin your intuitive eating journey. So this is for you if maybe you're at your diet rock bottom or you're close, you've been dieting for so long and you're tired of constantly jumping from one thing to another, you don't know where else to go, you feel alone, you feel frustrated, you feel helpless, and maybe you're hearing about intuitive eating, maybe you're new to it, maybe you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, it makes sense, but you still don't know if it's right for you. You still don't know if the right if it's the right next step, if it's a right fit for you. So this is going to be kind of that diagnosis for you. Or maybe you do know that this makes sense for you. This is what you want to do, but you want that confirmation. Then this episode is also for you. Because although I know a lot about intuitive eating and I am constantly looking at studies and research and learning more about it, I know that that's not everyone's reality and that there are a lot of myths and misconceptions and misinformation going around, especially on Instagram. All the things that we see about intuitive eating are not usually an entire representation of what it is. And you might be seeing people on social media making it seem like it's just a free-for-all and it's eat whatever you want, whenever you want, like who cares about health? And that's really an extreme that is not a representation, nor is it factual of what intuitive really is and who it's for. So I'm going to get right into it. The first sign that you are ready for your intuitive eating journey is that you know you spend way too much time and energy thinking about food. When I was struggling with my relationship with food, I would wake up and it was the first thing on my mind. And I would put my hands on my belly to see the quote unquote damage from the night before because I would often binge at night. And so that was the first thing on my mind. What am I going to eat for breakfast? What am I going to eat for lunch? Whenever I wasn't eating, I was thinking about my next meal. Whenever I was with people, I was obsessing over the calories that I ate or how I'm going to make up for the extra calories tomorrow by over-exercising. Like it was a constant tornado of thoughts in my mind. And I knew I was spending way too much time thinking about that. And we have a limited amount of mental space. We have so much to think about. We have school and jobs and friendships and family and responsibilities. And when food and thoughts about your body and negative self-talk consumes like 90% of it, that 10% gets a very small space and there is very little space to be your best self when it comes to being there for people and showing up as yourself and working on new projects and going after promotions at work or whatever your highest potential is. And so if you know that you are spending way too much time and energy thinking about food, and I'm going to add to that and say also thinking about your body, thinking about what people are saying, what people are thinking of how you look, how a certain piece of clothing makes you look, or the size. Like If a lot of your day is spent thinking about those two things, it's a really good sign that intuitive eating is right for you. Because what intuitive eating does is it gives you that time and that mental space back 
to focus on more important things to you. Because when you are no longer searching for the next diet, when you're no longer spending all of your time tracking calories and thinking about carbs and meal planning and obsessing over what you're going to eat, how yesterday's dinner is going to affect the scale this morning, when you're not having that tornado of thoughts in your brain, when you're able to release them and eating is just natural and it's easy and it's intuitive for you, you're no longer living by all of these rules and external pressures, but you're following your intuition. All of that mental space is no longer occupied. And that leaves more time to be present in your relationships and work on your friendships and go out to social events and actually be present. And so when I hear people talk about not having the time for intuitive eating, not having the time to work on this, the truth is that you don't have the time not to. Because right now, you're using all of that time obsessing over food. You're using so much time right now thinking about food and on the next diet and researching things online all of that time is already being wasted. So why not give you that time back so that eating is no longer something that you have to think about all the time. It's just something that you do and you move on. The second sign that you're ready to begin your intuitive eating journey, that this is right for you, is you don't trust your ability to make food choices for yourself or to listen to your body. If you don't feel like you're confident enough to make food choices for yourself, so you always need someone else to tell you how many calories you should be eating or give you a meal plan, or you're looking at other people telling you how to eat or Weight Watchers giving you the structure through points or Noom making you think of food as green, yellow, red. If all of your food choices come from external voices instead of internal voices. And you're able to know that because you feel it. You feel when you're making a decision from a place of anxiety or stress or pressure of what you should be doing. You know that. You feel that in your body. I know that you know what that tension feels like. And you also know when you're making a food decision from a place of true desire, knowing that that's what you need and that's what you want and that's what you're craving and knowing that that is what your body is asking you for. Those are two completely feelings that you approach a food decision from. And if you don't trust yourself, and feel confident in that ability to do that for yourself, then what that tells me is that you are not connected to your body. You are disconnected from what your body is telling you, your hunger, your fullness cues, not knowing what that feels like, not knowing where you're at on the hunger scale, not being able to understand cravings and how they communicate with you and what they mean, and not being able to listen to your body to know what portions feel good for you and know what kind of eating styles feel good for you. Because truly the only way 
for eating to start to feel easy and natural and intuitive is to understand how your body is communicating with you and to work with your body instead of against it. Because it is completely backwards to think that eating can ever start to feel natural and easy and something that you don't really have to think about as long as you're relying on someone else to give you rules and to dictate your eating. Because then we're never independent. We're never autonomous, right? We're always hoping that an app or a meal plan or someone is going to tell us how to eat. And so that's why people jump from one diet to another is because they never learn to work with their bodies because we are born with this like innate guidance system on how to feed ourselves or on how to treat our bodies. We get signals when we're tired, when we need to go to bed, we we start having gloopy eyes and we start yawning and we start feeling that in our bodies. And it's a sign from our bodies saying we need rest. We also have this natural ability to regulate our bladder system, right? Like when we need to pee, we feel it. We feel uncomfortable comfortable. And then that is a message from our body. Something needs to be flushed out and we do it and we know how to pay attention to that. And then somewhere along the way, you have been convinced, we have been brainwashed into thinking that we cannot trust our bodies. We have been thrown into fear, fear of packaged food, fear of processed food, fear of sugar, fear of carbs, fear of artificial sweeteners, We have been brainwashed with all of these fears that we feel like we can no longer trust our bodies. And the sadly ironic truth behind that is that we have all of these fears brainwashed into us because of the hope that is going to make us be healthier and eat healthier and have better eating habits, right? Like that's why we have all of these fears and that's why our quote unquote nutrition system is based off of fear mongering of these foods because they think that that is going to make people make better choices. But the truth is, especially when you have been chronic dieting and you probably have already experienced this at this point, is that the more you have fear around these foods and the more you rely on external sources, whatever that is for you, and you ignore what your body is telling you, the more likely you are to overeat, the more likely you are to binge eat and to turn to food for emotional eating, and the more likely you are to be inconsistent with exercise and with self-care habits. Because when we get wrapped up in the fear and the shame and all of the pressure that comes with diet culture, you start to feel like you're failing. You start to feel like you're not good enough, like you're good at nothing, like you can stick to nothing, like you can't accomplish anything. And so when you keep telling yourself that message time and time again, your brain picks up on it and your self-esteem goes down and your belief in your ability to follow through on self-care habits go down. And so all of this shame and this guilt and this fear mongering that is being perpetuated in the hopes of making people healthier and making people eat better is actually doing the opposite. It's creating unhealthy habits around food. It's pushing people into the restrict and binge and restrict cycle that can go on for years. And you will be hard pressed to convince me that that is healthier than having some sweets and some processed food and some packaged foods from time to time, which is what 
is possible when you learn how to listen to your body and you are a true intuitive eater. Because again, being an intuitive eater does not mean you're eating a tub of ice cream for breakfast every morning. Absolutely not. It's knowing how to listen to your body and eat in a way that feels good and also nourishes your cravings and nourishes the heart. So that is the second sign is you don't trust your ability to make food choices for yourself or to listen to your body. Now, the third one is that at least once a week, you have an eating experience that feels unpleasant, where there's a lot of guilt involved, where you tend to overeat, binge eat perhaps, and feel like you cannot stop, feel disconnected from your body, feel uncomfortable, feel ashamed, or it's just overall not a pleasurable experience. Because when you are an intuitive eater, most of the time, food is pleasurable. And when I say most of the time, for me personally, I would say like 99.99%. And if it's not, it's just because the food is not good. It's not because I feel out of control or I am zoning out or falling into some kind of trends or fog eating or emotional eating and eating my emotions. I do happen to emotionally eat and it's completely intentional and it feels good and I'm present for it and I do it with purpose. And it still feels good because emotional eating does not mean binge eating. Emotional eating can be functional and it can be intentional. But I digress. If at least once a week you feel like you have an unpleasant experience with food, should that be feeling obsessed with food, binge eating, emotional eating, overeating, eating in secret, um, taking food out of a garbage and eating that, eating stale leftovers um, just because it was there, whatever that looks like for you. The fourth sign that you're ready for your intuitive eating journey is that you have voices in your head shouting food rules at you all day long and you might not even recognize it. You might not know how many food rules you actually have until you actually do the exercise of sitting down and writing this. So food rules could be no eating before 9 a.m. or noon or no eating after 8 p.m. or no eating between this time and this time. That's what I call a timing food rule. So when it's appropriate for you to eat with regardless of what your body is telling you, um, if you feel anxiety about eating after a certain time and you think it's going to make you gain weight and it's going to make you unhealthy. Maybe you do intermittent fasting. If you have food rules about what you should or shouldn't be eating, this food is good. This food is bad. This food is clean and dirty. If you have rules about how many calories you should be eating or you're thinking about how many calories are in every single food that you have, if white bread is not okay, but whole wheat bread is, if you can't eat pasta, so you eat zucchini noodles, like the rules could go on and on. And they will be different from one person to another. There's some food rules that are pretty consistent across the board, like carbs are bad or high calorie foods are in no or processed foods and sugar. Like those are usually consistent across the board. And then you'll see food rules that kind of go along with every diet that you have tried. So for example, I've worked with women who had done Octavia or Octavia. I don't really know how it's pronounced, but it's basically this system that sends you like five bars or five meals and they're like bird sized portions. And 
there's also like a notion that you can't eat fruit while you're doing it and you can't exercise because fruits are too high in sugar. So I've worked with some of these women who had this food rule, this belief that sugar was bad and they felt guilty while eating sugar. Even though like the thought that fruit has been demonized in one dark area of diet culture is absolutely ridiculous. And most people don't eat enough fruit and could benefit from eating more fruit. So what are some of the rules that are dictating your life every single day? And if you feel like you have those rules that are on your mind all day long, then this is a really good sign that intuitive eating would quiet those rules They would allow you to eat with a lot more mental space and less of that guilt because you've broken a rule. And chances are you will also, if you are someone who struggles with chronic overeating or binge eating or emotional eating, you will also probably reduce that very quickly because it is the rules and the all or nothing mentality and the last supper mentality that trigger overeating. Like that is a massive psychological mechanism that drives the urge to eat. Like those cravings, thinking that certain foods are off limits. Like those are all rules that were created in your mind and that triggered those seemingly chaotic eating behaviors. So the fifth one is you're tired of hating your body and trying to change it. You're tired of constantly living a life of when I lose weight, then. When I look a certain way, then. Then I'll travel. Then I'll live my life. Then I will show up a certain way. I will start the business. I. This is like a real life example. Like all of these things are things that I've heard from women who applied for the program. Like I've heard this time and time again. And I had that mentality briefly when I was considering traveling when I had my eating disorder and I was scared of doing that because I was scared of gaining weight and I thought I'll travel when I have a normal relationship with food, but I wasn't going to do the work to do that, which actually meant to travel, to push myself, to be uncomfortable and do those things. So if you are tired of hating your body and trying to change it, if you want to learn self-acceptance and self-love, unconditional of what your body looks like. If you want to detach your worth from your body and you want to be able to love and respect yourself no matter what, the intuitive eating journey does that because at least when I'm working with my clients, body image is a huge piece of it. And in my food freedom pathway, my roadmap towards healing your relationship with food, body image is kind of like roped into a bunch of the different things that we looked at because body image is at the root. Like it's why people start developing an unhealthy relationship with food is because of wanting to modify their body and change their bodies and look a certain way. So body image is a major piece that I work on with my clients because it really is like the undertone of everything. It's like the soil where everything grows out of. And then finally, probably the most important sign that you're ready to begin your intuitive eating journey is that you know you don't want to live even another day like this anymore. If you don't see your future self counting calories, being afraid of carbs, not having any balance and living in the extremes, always jumping from one diet to another, if you don't want that in your future, 
if you don't want to live in the diet mentality, in the culture of beliefs that are shaming towards people's bodies and disregarding health and well-being and mental health and the complexities of health, and those values don't align with your values, if you believe that all bodies are worthy and beautiful, if you would speak to your best friend and your sister and your daughter with such love and kindness, regardless of what their bodies look like, and if you can do that for everyone else and you want to do that for yourself too, if you want to align with the values that you claim that you have, if you want to be in integrity with your values, if you want your future to look different from what it is now, it really is as simple as that. If the way that you're living right now and the actions that you're taking and the direction that you're going towards is further and further away from the kind of life that you want to live, and this is important, you need to know what kind of life you want to live. You need to know what you want your future to look like. And that's what a lot of people don't do. And this is an exercise that I do with my clients when we start working together is, what does your future look like? Like, what are we working towards? And how will you know if you're making progress towards that or if you're getting further away from that. So if you know at least somewhat what you want your future to look like, and you are not on that path, you are not even in the direction of that path, then that is a really good idea that something needs to change. And that if you are listening to this podcast, and if intuitive eating has been making sense for you, but you don't feel like you're going in that direction, then there is a dissonance there. And that's a really good sign that right now, is the time to get started. So I'm going to recap this real quick. So the first way is to know you're spending way too much time and energy thinking about food. The second is that you don't trust your ability to make food choices for yourself or to listen to your body. The third one is that many of your experiences at least once a week feels unpleasant. Binge eating, emotional eating, overeating, guilt, secretive eating. Number four is you have voices in your head shouting food rules at you all day long. Number five is you're tired of hating your body and trying to change it. And finally, number six is you know you don't want to live like this even a day longer. So those are those six telltale signs that intuitive eating, the intuitive eating journey is right for you and it's time to get that started. All right, I'm wrapping up. It's 5 p.m. It's off the clock. I'm about to go make some dinner, have a good night off. And I hope that this episode was valuable for you. I hope that whatever you're doing, whether you're driving, listening, or uh, cleaning the house, that you got some value from it and that you'll be back. All right. I love you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you found it valuable, I would love if you would share it with someone you know that could benefit. If you're loving the show, don't forget to subscribe over on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. I really love hearing feedback from you, so please leave a rating and review over on Apple to help us get in the ears of more people who need it the most. Finally, Come hang out with me on Instagram at Sabrina Manya Health for more educational content and get up close and personal with me. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you on the next episode.